Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That could only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. I'm Wesley Euler. He's Arthur Motes. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But what you should know by now, you knuckleheads, is if you want to get involved on this here program, The best way to do so is to get at us on Twitter. We'll take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions on this Monday. At Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And Arthur Motes, it's not just a Monday. For the second straight week, it's a victory. Monday here in the Electric Factory. Don't you love Stacking victory. Mondays upon victory. victory. Mondays. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Victory! Ooh, ooh, ooh. I just love it. I just love it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, Arthur Motes, don't look now. But you're Pittsburgh Steelers. We talked about the possibility on Friday. Dun, dun, dun. And here we are on Monday afternoon in the hunt. Hey, hey, hey. Three wins in four games for your Pittsburgh Steelers since the bye week. Two in a row. Arthur Motes, that's called a winning streak. It has been done before. 
But for the first time this season, the Steelers have stacked some victories. And now all of a sudden, this weekend against Baltimore gets very interesting, particularly with the status of Lamar Jackson. We will discuss all that, though, later on in the week as we get closer to those rat birds here on this Monday. It's a Victory Monday, Motsi. It's all about a different bird that the Steelers just handled business against. Falcons, 1916 victory. Professor, your first reaction. Complete team win. Um, three phases all coming together, handling adversity, starting fast, continued progress in multiple phases of the game. I mean, just beautiful across the board, starting on offense. Talk about them. Four of their first five possessions, scoring drives. Very similar to what we just saw Monday night, right? The fifth one, right, was just the clock running out in the first half, correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. But similar to what we saw a week ago, right? Sure. Four possessions or five possessions, four being scoring drives, one touchdown, three field goals. Nice start. Very nice start. Um, Running game, once again, efficient, effective, on schedule, productive, defensively, minimizing the explosive play maintaining the uh the the ground game right not allowing a lot of rushing yards not over 100 uh, on the ground and splash getting a turnover special teams also doing what making their field goals also not allowing explosive returns on their end yeah punting continuing to be really effective as well so across the board um just a team win i thought that coach tomlin did a really good job in terms of having his players where they needed to be mentally because this was going to be a different test for them Instead of being underdogs, you're coming into a game where you're coming off of a victory and you're looking at this opponent and you're like, yo, we feel really good about ourselves here. How do you handle that? Favored on the road. Mm -hmm. How do you handle that? Which in the NFL doesn't happen all the time. Going into an environment where it was going to feel like a home game for you. Yeah, whole point. How do you handle that on the road? Um, Talking about Matt Canada, some of the adjustments he made. One that I saw right off the, the gate was the first pass play that we had, Kenny Pickett gets hit. He has Pat Fry move trying to block Lorenzo Carter one on one. Yep. We never saw that protection again. In fact, three plays later, we saw James Daniel pull around and hit Lorenzo Which Carter awesome. in the face. James Daniel's okay. stacking some great performances okay. these last few weeks. So when we talk about, you know, just the adjustments, right? Some of the ways that we've looked at Matt Canada at times, we could see that right away. We could see some of the shot plays drawn up. When you talk about the offensive line, James Daniels, absolutely. But all of those dudes up front, man, they control the line of scrimmage. And you, at the NFL level, you're not going to have repeat 100-yard performances, especially when you're not having explosive runs of over 50 yards. You're not going to have these type of productive outings on the ground if you're not able to control a line of scrimmage, and that is what we're getting right now. And we've been able to really do that since the bye week. When we talk about these uh, past four games, us winning three of them, what has been the recipe? Physicality up front, running the ball 100-plus yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the recipe. You're, you're not the recipe, but you're seeing this meal start to come together. We put all the ingredients in that we've been letting it slow cook. It's been simmering. It's been simmering. But now we're starting to see what we got over here. It's like, oh, okay, that's actually a meal that's about to get cooked up over here, and it's starting to look tasty, like some nice ribs on the smoke. Absolutely, man. But that was, you know, my my initial thoughts on this thing, man. It was just across the board. Everywhere that we've been looking, everywhere that we've been challenging this team, everywhere that we've had hope. And question marks. I feel like we continue to get answers, and these answers are the kind that we actually are liking to see as well. I completely agree with that assessment. I mean, the only thing I could really add is at this point now it's time to start putting the ball in the end zone more as opposed to through the uprights. 
but that we can have that conversation in a little bit. All right, we're we're, we're enjoying Listen, and focusing on the it's positive a, it's here. It's a great, it's a great day to be, it, or it's a great time now that we are actually yes. starting to have that because yes. that's a far cry from the transition early in the season when it was, can we get a first down? Can we run the football? That was yeah, like legitimate. Exactly, Can we exactly. get a first down? Can we run the football? Can we even protect? That was like a legitimate yes. thing with this offense. Yes. And to see where we're at now, like you said, the criticism no longer is can we get a first down? It is literally transitioned to we got to start scoring touchdowns. We got to finish more of these drafts. Finish these. Yeah. We, we, we're almost there. We're, it's a lot of near misses. Oh, man. A lot of near misses. Particularly that a one sequence, right? Misses, man. Kenny misses Fryermuth in the end zone uh-huh. or for the big misses. play that would have been. And then yep. Deontay has the ball go off his hands. It's like, those misses, are the type man. of ones where you can't settle for three yeah. in those situations. Yeah. But again, we're not going to do that yet. We'll, we'll have right. those conversations. We're just not going to do that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, if you, again, they've got to finish more of these. But if you would have told Steelers fans, first four drives of the game, they're going to score points. They're going to move the ball and they're going to score points. And that is exactly what we're looking for. If you would have said, hey, Atlanta's going to be playing from behind so much so that they're only going to run the ball six times in the first half, that's what we were looking for. And as you alluded to as well, if I am if I would have told you before kickoff, hey, Cordero Patterson, he's going to have some nice runs, but in terms of special teams, he's, he's not going to have that field flipping or that game-breaking return. Job done, job done, job done. I, I think there's a lot to like in that regard. Again, it, it was not a Mona Lisa. It was not perfect. We can talk about the offense finishing more. We can certainly talk about in the second half um, how they, they need to find a way to do more in the second half than what they've done against the Colts and the Falcons. But this is a work in progress. This is a team that Motsi, you know, you and I, we've been saying all year, particularly after that frustrating loss in Buffalo that was, you know, kind of the the one really lopsided game that the Steelers have have played this season and, and lost this season. Progression isn't linear. Just because you do one thing well one week doesn't mean the next week you're going to come out and then do two and then build upon it and then build upon it and then build upon it. But I think over the last four weeks, that's what we've seen. It's been steps forward for this offense without many steps back. And it's been a defense that has done exactly what we wanted them to do. Stop the run. And, and make big splash plays in the moments when it's required. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. And it is just beautiful to continue to see this progress. I'm glad that we've been able to, you know, be a part of this journey and follow it so closely, so intimately, because we do get to experience these highs and lows. But yesterday, man, it was just one of those ones where you're really starting to see this thing legitimately come together. Mm-hmm. And like you said, man, in multiple aspects of this thing, man, even the Cordell Patterson element of this thing. We talked about it. Monday night, man. How did the Colts get back into the game? Big kick return <laughs> to start the second half. Going into this game, Cordell Patterson has talked about in the same breath, very similar to a Devin Hester, and rightfully so. Dante Hall. I mean, those, a, that's a, the names he's, he's being mentioned that, with. And re- Josh like, Cribs. He is in that class. Absolutely he is. So to understand the significance, to understand the pressure, and to understand also – the fact that, hey, man, we are coming off of a bad performance in that element to see that response, to see how this team continues to respond, though, through the adversity. Because, once again, they start fast. Like you said, man, if we could tell you ahead of time that we was going to you know, be able to have the Falcons playing from behind that early in the game where they couldn't run the ball and all these other things, we would sign for that. Absolutely we would. But then to even see the adversity of the Falcons coming out and being able to get it back close, right, in the, in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And to see us do what? Be able to respond. And even with that adversity, it was more so created, in my opinion, 
not necessarily by us playing bad. I thought the Falcons just executed a lot better offensively running the ball. And they um, added on the Marcus Mariota pulling the, the ball on the quarterback read. We weren't seeing that in the first half. We saw a lot in the second half. But when we talk about the offense, it was just like, man, it was more so lack of opportunities. But then they still had a 14-play drive out there in that second mm-hmm. half. Like, those are back breakers. As a defender, you hate, hate dealing with 10-plus play drive. Nine-plus play drive sucks, bro. 16 play in the first half, 14 play in the second half. That's they, 30 plays on listen, two drives. They, if I remember correctly, it was five or – no, no, no. I think it was six total possessions that were nine plays or more for the Steelers yesterday. That is crazy, man. Most teams, like, when you're talking about that, like, think about it. If you're three plays, right, one first down, six plays, and you're punting the ball. Sure. So that's two first downs. Two first downs is a lot. It is. On defense, you're like, bro, we got to get off the field. Like, this is bad. So and even if your team's not scoring, exactly. right, you get two first downs, you flip the field, that, you absolutely. pin them inside their own 20. So so when we're talking about double-digit play drives, we're saying that you're getting three first downs. <laughs> like just At least. At least, like – that is a lot. It's a lot. And to defend that multiple times, it wears on you as a defender. It makes you get tired. And when you get tired, what do you do? Your technique starts to slip, and you start to make mental mistakes. And when you watch how this team plays and how, especially towards the end of this thing, man, when we had to have plays, who were the guys on offense making those plays in contrast to the guys on defense slipping, messing up a call here or there, not tackling as well as they should be? That's the stuff that you deal with, but that is all accumu- uh, an accumulation effect of those double-digit play drives that we kept seeing. And like I said, man, to see this offense to that point now, man, that is a true sign of the progress and a true reminder of why we should continue to trust the progress or trust the process. You remember when everybody was hollering at the bye week, fire Mad Canada. We need changes. And what did Coach Thomas say? I like where we're at. I trust this. I'm good with where we're going right now. And everybody was kind of going crazy about it. Four weeks later, look at where we're at right now. Four weeks later, not not even the team as a whole. Just think about the offense in general and how it's looked these past four weeks. Didn't score over 20 points yesterday, and we're upset about it. Mm -hmm. And and We were just begging for 20 points a few months ago. And it wasn't that they didn't score 20 because they just weren't capable of it. It was more so what? Didn't finish. Missed opportunities on their own part. Oh, they were out there. Like, Mm -hmm. when we're talking like that, that is a great feeling. That is beautiful. You always wanted to be more about what we did wrong versus what the opponent did to us. Correct. Because when it's like that, man, if it's the opponent dictating it, I don't have an answer for you. Maybe we got to go outside. We got to go shopping. But when I can say the answer is in-house and I can just say, hey, man, Kenny, I already know you can make the throw to Pat Fryman. If you know how I know, because I saw you make the throw to Connor Hayward a couple plays later. So we just need that every single time. We need the more consistency right there. That's in-house. That's great. Hey, Deontay, I know you can catch the ball. You know how you catch the ball? Because I saw you catch five other ones, snatching it out the air, running out the catch, looking nice. So I know you can catch it. I just need you to do it every time. Once again, that's not an outside thing. That's not a, hey, he can't get open. That's not a, hey, man, this dude can't throw him the ball. Right. That's not right. that. That's no. Just catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Like you already are capable of, like we already saw you do in the game, what, five catch 60 yards, if I remember correctly? I think it was something like that, yeah. You know? So it's like we already know what you're capable of, but that is a beautiful place to be and it's a far cry from where we were in september i concur and that is now right we start to look ahead well when when we do start to look ahead those are the those are the next steps for this offense but that is a much better place than than where we were out in september heck 
about in October mm-hmm. when we uh, were leaving Phila- back-to-back weeks in Miami and Philadelphia where it felt like the Steelers left all kinds of points and opportunities out there on that field uh, on offense. Now it's just a finish conversation. They're moving the football. They're carving out an identity. Kenny Pickett's improving. The run game has – I mean, it's its leaps and bounds better than it was to start the season. The offensive line is leaps and bounds better than it was to start the season, I think particularly in the run game. There's, there's still some to be desired there in pass pro, but, man, in the run game, they are moving bodies, and it's been a lot of fun to watch uh, and certainly was down there in Atlanta where you mentioned, Motsi, I mean, my goodness – Felt like a home game. Mm-hmm. Felt like a home. Now I was expecting a lot of Steelers fans. All right, I know how this works. I was born and raised a Steeler fan. All right, I've been to a couple Steelers road games myself as a fan. Two. <laughs> I've been to a couple. Two. All right. It's, all it's right. a couple, isn't it? It's two. No, you're right. You're right. Cincinnati uh, when I was in college, and uh, Philadelphia uh, when I was out of college. <laughs> um. I tell you what, I, I know how Steelers fans travel. I saw it last week on Monday night in Indy. Um, saw it down in Miami, certainly, in, in in big numbers. But that was something else in Atlanta. I tell you what, um, impressive by Steelers fans there. And that's, that's, a, that's a heck of a showing. You can feel it amongst the fan base. People are feeling more confident. People are looking at what the team's done over these last few weeks. They're looking at what's ahead here. And there's opportunity Arthur Motes, to play meaningful games. That's what the Steelers are doing now. They're playing meaningful games down the stretch. This game against Baltimore coming up on Sunday is a meaningful football game. And, again, from where we were at at times, you know, I think particularly in, in September and maybe early October after that trip to Buffalo, that's that's the progress. That's the improvement that, that we've been wanting. So it sounds like this is why we say just trust Coach Tomlin. When we say he's actually a good coach and he knows what he's doing, he knows how to keep his team rolling, he knows how to keep the ship going in the right direction this is what we're referring to because we've seen adversity but we understand that this is a guy that understands how to lead these men how to get the best out of them how to develop them and even though it might not be on the pace of time that we may want it to be as fans or even some people as media he has this team going where they need to go you can see everything that you want to see already in place and this is one year removed from Ben Roethlisberger Mm-hmm. This isn't like this has been That's a three, a four point. year process. We are That's talking the first season removed. These are the things you don't see this very often. So when we talk about why we're never in, or especially me, when we talk on Coach Tomlin, all those September and October months when everybody's over here, did he lose the team? Should he fire him? Man, does he does he still have it and all this other stuff? And we talk about, hey man, nah, just trust it, relax, breathe. No point in panicking. It's Woosa. September. Woosa, right? Everybody looks great in September at times. Anybody could look great in October. But when it really starts to matter, when teams finally start to settle in, injuries get offset, roles get defined, all that happens, this is when you start to see who can coach and who can't coach. This is when you start to see which teams are developed and which teams aren't developing. You start to see which teams were just hot out the gate because they had continuity because they were together a year ago, but they still suck (laughs) versus a team that was young because they had a lot of new pieces, moving parts. But now that they're starting to get together, you can see the talent and go on the road and win. It's a difference. Big difference. Big difference. So this is why we are enjoying this day. 
because we're going to continue to get these type of opportunities. And we have another great one coming up this week. I mean, this is the part of the schedule where we talked about it. We said, hey, you're going to go through that rough part, but when you get to this part after the bye, this is where you make your hey, this is where you make your your run. You show improvement. Right, you're yeah. mad dash. If you're going to make a run for the postseason, this is where it has to happen. And right now we sit three out of our last four, Ooh. and we still got Baltimore coming up. Obviously, we'll see what Lamar Jackson's status is. That changes a lot. Just a little bit, yep. If his availability is there versus not being there. But then after that, you look at it. A Panthers team, disarray. Yeah, they just they just released Baker Mayfield Disarray. Today. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, I did about see an hour that. Ago, yeah. They released Baker Mayfield. Disarray. We yep. already know about the, the coaching situation and what they're dealing with down there. Yep. Vegas. That's a coin flip, literally. Which version shows up? Is it the one that wants to run with Josh Jacobs and they're going to air it out a little bit with Devontae Adams, or is it the one where they can't stop turning the ball over and they can't get out their own way? We're going to get some Christmas Eve magic in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Baltimore again. We know anytime you're dealing with Baltimore, that's always a fun situation. And then Cleveland. Cleveland going through a major transition as well because we know that they have added Sean Watson. He played this weekend, but if you watch that game, you can see. He looks like a guy who hasn't played in a while. Looks like a guy who went, what, about yeah. 700 days between yeah. his, his last two starts. And for us, we have the benefit of time being on our side because, yeah, you're not going to have 700 days worth of repetition prior to us playing him in a couple of weeks. So all of these things are very much on the table for the Steelers to take care of business down the stretch and not just win games, but really put us in a position to you know, we'll see what can happen. I'll we'll leave it at that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what can happen. We can see what can happen. Because everything is still on the table right now. It absolutely that's is. The, that's the other part. It, it absolutely hey, It's still on the table. Three words, okay. Arthur Hutz. All right. In okay. the hunt. Okay. I'm not trying to say it, but I'm just trying to say it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you just won three of your last four. You do that again here? Mm-hmm. And tell me it's not possible. Oh, it's certainly possible. <laughs> okay. You, you split with Baltimore and you beat Carolina and Vegas. You're three of your next four. And then all of a sudden, you're you're probably going into that final week at home against Cleveland, and that is like could be a play-in game mm. between those two teams. And my goodness, who would have thought that we'd be there? Obviously, you got to take it one week at a time. I, uh, they're not looking at it the way that, that we are, but this is a talk show, and that's what we do, right? Yeah. We do a little speculation. We do a little looking ahead. We try and paint the picture for all of you. And right now, that picture is much more rosy than it was at times back early on in the season. Um you know, particularly in that stretch of, hey, before the bye week, you lost three of four, right? Uh, Buffalo, Miami, Philly, you were able to get that one at home against Tampa Bay. Now you've won three of four. You've earned this opportunity to, again, play meaningful football in December. And in kind of the context that you framed it, I know that it can be hard to to zoom out and look at it this way, especially as Steelers fans. Our expectations are so high. The standard is the standard. We don't look at these things as, Oh, we're rebuilding, or oh, you know, yeah, it was it was time for maybe a a year or two where we weren't contending, but to go from an 18 year Hall of Fame, soon to be Hall of Fame quarterback, mm-hmm. and now be playing meaningful football still the following season down the stretch in December, don't you love it? That that is, I think, realistically, the 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 best that you could hope for. Again, I. I I know it's Steelers fans. Super Bowl every year. I'm sure there were some of you, and even some of you right now, who, hey, 5-7 and seven isn't good enough. I expect more. The standard is the standard. And that's your prerogative as a fan. But I think if you were being a little more realistic in the big picture, very rarely 
Very rarely. I mean, I'd say maybe 10% of the time does a team lose a Hall of Fame quarterback and then they're still in the hunt. They're still in contention. They're still playing meaningful football down the stretch the following season. That rarely happens. Um, you don't see Favre to Rodgers very often, right? You don't see Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes very in- often. Indianapolis still trying to figure it out. They're still trying to figure still it trying out. trying to figure it out, man. <laughs> Poor guys. Thought they had it good with Andrew Luck. The and they're pa- still trying to figure it out. The Patriots, they still trying to figure still it out. They still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know if the Jets ever had it, but yeah, they they still ain't figured it out. I guess they yeah. Whew. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that one. But it's 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 been a welcome it's been development. A it's been um, it's been much more enjoyable. No, absolutely. These these last four weeks than it was maybe the the time prior. That's what we're hoping for. That's what we're looking ahead to now, as we uh enjoy this victory Monday here inside the Electric Factory. You've got questions, mm-hmm. comments, mm-hmm. concerns, Talk reactions, all those different things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. we got a handful of tweets already. Oh, yes, we you do. You can keep those rolling in here. At Why Wesley Euler at the Body 52. Duh. Body. Is where you get involved. That's what we, he said. <laughs> when we come back here. Mm-hmm. Time's yours. <laughs> you like, my ad libs was ad libs. pretty good. That's pretty good. I like how you gave Big, you gave big Red his, his time there. Like, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, we'll uh, go to the tweets here when we return because uh, about a half an hour from now, around 1 o'clock, our buddy Chris Carter is going to join us. So get those tweets in early and often. We'll start to get to your reaction when we return on the other side. Time's yours. Inside the Electric Factory, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.